Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we have Jordan Bartlett on the show. Hi, Jordan. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It's great to have you on the show. Jordan is the co-founder and I think probably has the best title that anyone could have. He is the Director of Good at Doing Good Works, which is a certified B Corporation that provides resources and opportunities for young people aging out of foster care. We'll get more into what Doing Good Works is is working on these days. But before we get there, Jordan, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got got to doing what you're doing now. Perfect. Yeah. So I was uh, born and raised in Orlando, Florida, um, and I was adopted when I was young. So one of my first memories is actually being in the courtroom and getting the name change and all of that. Uh, So I had two amazing parents uh, that adopted me. Um, So I went to school. I thought I was going to play baseball, got hurt in college. Uh, So when I graduated, uh, actually, when I was in college, I had a chance encounter with um, someone who was actually a biological sibling. So I didn't know anything about, didn't even know she existed. She just walked up to me one day and said, hey, I'm your sister. Um, So that left an impression. Um, About a year or two later, Facebook became a thing, which ages me a little bit, but uh, she reached out to me again on Facebook and I started to look at her background um, and she had been in and out of of the foster care system, um, had overcome addiction, had been uh, incarcerated. So I thought, I saw that there are two very different paths, Mm -hmm. Um, but that, that was kind of it. I was just kind of, was interesting to know. Uh, So when I graduated, um, I got into the insurance industry. So I worked for an insurance agency in Florida. Uh, They flew me out to work uh, in an audit audit position in Phoenix. And then I ended up here in Orange County, California. Um, Didn't didn't love insurance. You know, it paid the bills. Um, Like a lot of millennials, I had this idea of doing something more. It's hard to love insurance. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, it's all we all need it. We all need it, right? Yes, it is a it is a recession proof industry for sure. (laughs) I don't, and you learn a lot as well. It taught me how to work hard, and um, it is a really good industry to get a good foundation in for sure. Yeah. Um, but wanted to do something a little different, so um, started thinking about Stephanie, who is that sister learning more about the foster care system and, and her path. And it was more common than it should be. Um, and there's some really bad outcomes that had been really bad for a long time. It didn't seem to be changing. So uh, in February of 2014, um, I just told my boss, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna go work with kids in the system. Had no idea what that meant, didn't have a plan. Um, so I got to know all the nonprofits here in Orange County in Southern California and some amazing people doing really cool things. Uh, I just didn't know how to write a grant or ask for donations. And, you know, those are, that's a skill set you need if you work for a nonprofit. So um, one of the nonprofits said, you know, there's this other guy who's saying the same things as you and has a similar background. Why don't you talk to him? So I met Scott Henderson, who's the other co-founder. And we, we met over lunch one day and shared our common goal of changing outcomes for young people aging out. And, you know, just said, let's, let's sell some stuff and we can create a business where you know, we manage the, the profits and we, we hire who we want to hire. 
Um, and we tried a few different things. We tried to sell coffee, we tried to sell iPhone cases, we tried a staffing company. Um, those just didn't work. And then we started knocking on doors saying, who prints your t-shirts? Um, and that turned into this $24 billion industry of promotional products where everybody from a mom and pop shop to you know the biggest corporations in the world buy stuff with their logo on it. So uh, we knew if we could you know, make a dent in that industry, it created a lot of jobs, a lot of connections, and a lot of the things that are needed to really change outcomes for those young people that we wanted to work with. That's great. So Jordan, so doing good works. So you have a, a, so tell us a little bit more about that. Tell us about the business and you guys are, are printing promotional items. How, how does that function with the, the, the individuals that are aging out of foster care? Yeah. So we are a distributor in the promotional product industry. Um, so if you need your business cards printed, a t-shirt printed with your logo on it, signs, banners, all of those things, that's what we do. Um, and we've got really good printers all over the all over the country that we work with. And then within that business model, we have what's called the 10-20-30 model. So 10% of our corporate profits always go back to supporting young people in care. Um, so that could be you know, paying for an internship. It could be housing costs, could be transportation costs. It's kind of filling in the gaps that are that are there now. 20% uh, of our time is employees, everybody in the in the company has one day a week allotted to mentoring. Um, so that could be mentoring interns or outside of the organization as well. Um, so I'm a, I'm a court appointed special advocate. Mm -hmm. So I've got a young man who's in foster care and I go to court on his behalf. And some, some of those things take me out of, out of work for the day. So we have that built in. And then 30% of all of our hiring uh, comes from young people that have been impacted by foster care. Um, so every, every pen we sell, every business card we sell kind of feeds that 10, 20, 30 model. Um, and the bigger we get, the more impact we can have. That's great. I like that the 10, 20, 30 model. And, um, I, I, I think that certainly every company right now needs to be thinking about how to, uh, really reinvent themselves. I would say to be more socially conscious. This is a really socially conscious business model and certainly something that's making a huge impact on society today. But tell me a little bit about over the last year, like how, how did, how did uh, the pandemic impact things and, and how were you guys able to evolve with that? Uh, obviously it had a really big impact with promotional products. A lot of that depends on being in person and handing out swag to people at shows and things like that. Yeah. So um, it was it was it was difficult. Um, one of the things you know, working with young people in care, it uh, it pushed us to learn a lot more about trauma and how trauma impacts you know humans and thought process and behaviors and things like that. Yeah. So we had kind of started that path prior to the pandemic, um, and all of our employees are are trauma informed, and we've gone through training to kind of understand how trauma impacts the brain um, and learn that it's not a foster care thing. Trauma impacts everybody at some level. Yeah. Um, so when when the pandemic hit, I think we were ready for that. Because I mean, the pandemic is probably the first traumatic event that the entire world has felt at one time. Yeah. Um, so our employees were, were ready for it. Um, mm. And we were ready for it as a business. So we had some customers that were in the healthcare space. Uh, so we were able to source some PPE for them at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, and then about August or September, we pivoted again um, and started to do fulfillment out of our office. So instead of sending 10,000 shirts to one location, 
we would bring in a bunch of products, put them into individual packages and ship them out to remote employees or remote students, um, whoever kind of our, our target audience was. So if we have a, a large customer that now has to send all of their employees home, um, you know, these packages were a way to keep them engaged. Um, and it, it was a huge change for us, but um, we were able to make that pivot as well and actually created a lot of jobs for our uh, population in the warehouse. So that was kind of cool as well. So that's great. Uh, we, were, we were very fortunate to grow uh, last year and kind of continuing that growth in 2021. But uh, I think our kind of focus on understanding trauma really helped our, our team prepare for that really traumatic event. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I, I do think that the business structure that you've laid out for doing good works is, is in some ways a, an amazing blueprint for other companies that are trying to think about um, equity, sustainability, uh, those types of kind of issues, the kind of the classic ESG structures of the, those topics all the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if you guys ever get asked by other companies to tell them how you do it. <laughs> we do. Um, yeah. and some people even say like, what if someone steals the model? And like, that's, that's the best case scenario. If more people yeah. start kind of thinking this way, I think it, it would be good for everybody. Um, so we've had a few people reach out. We're still in the process of figuring out as, as well. Um, even you know, from the equity standpoint, you know, we've, we've looked into ESOPs and co-ops and how can we kind of spread the ownership um, outside of the two shareholders that have it now right. uh, and looking at some of those alternative uh, ownership structures um, as we grow kind of the, the promotional product side of the business, but also the mission side of the business as well and start to uh, kind of find some other business, um, business models that can feed into that mission as well. So, so, I mean, the, obviously, I think you've, you've tapped into building a business that, that is needed and certainly um, you outline kind of your, your, obviously your personal story um, and, and it's an amazing achievement as to what, where, where you've taken this business to date. Uh, but as you think about just the day-to-day -day of, of what you're doing, what, what makes you happy? What brings you the most, what we say, what, what brings you the most joy? Yeah, well, the... The 20% of my week, so working with our interns, we, I've got we've got 16 interns that are in uh, in our cohort this this semester. Um, so I've got two that I mentor personally. Uh, so I talk to them every Friday, and we go through you know the different domains of life and you know how to overcome you know going to going to grad school or finding housing or all of those things. So that that part's amazing. Um, and talking to customers that get it, um, you know, we, we, because of our mission, we've always led mission first and it's gotten us in the door with some really large customers. And it's, it's really fun to watch them react to it. And when we tell our story and some of the stories of the kids, so the way the business community has reacted is awesome as well. So getting to work with like-minded businesses um, and then, you know, the standard business of creating solutions for those customers, because, you know, everyone is still in this weird position of how do we engage employees. So mm -hmm. um, I think we've, we've come up with some pretty cool solutions for that. Um, so that's a lot of fun to work with the team on that, because I mean, that excites everybody as well. And, and, and as you think about, let's say, uh, the next year, the next couple of years, how do you see the even the mission or the, the the model evolving for doing good works? Yeah, so the continue 
continuing with that path of kind of looking at alternative ownership structures, but also getting back into communities. Um, 2020 was supposed to be the year that we expanded into other communities. Um, we have got a program called the Purpose Printery, which is a kind of workforce development with like small run t-shirts. So we've got some heat presses and little digital printers. So if we get an order for 10 shirts, we can bring some, some kids in and show them how to use a digital printer, how to take orders off a system, things like that. And that was gonna be kind of our expansion model. So we could put a purpose printery in Austin or San Francisco or New York. Uh, so those buyers from those areas know that they're supporting the local community, um, but it's also not, the business isn't dependent on those locations. The, the mm -hmm. dependent business is still run out of Southern California. Um, so we can make some mistakes, we can learn you know, on the fly, we can kind of figure out what we're doing, but have a big community impact in those areas. And those, those locations would also be resource centers and mentoring centers. So uh, that's the goal for uh, when things start to come back and that vaccine gets out there, um, is to right. get back into those communities and, and kind of spread what we're doing to other areas. Bring the purpose printers to yes. across the country. Exactly. I think that, that, that's great. Well, listen, uh, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today on Uncaged. Uh, we've been talking to Jordan. He's the co-founder and director of Good at Doing Good Works, which is a certified B corporation that provides resources and opportunities for young people aging out of foster care. Jordan, if people want to learn a little bit more about what you're working on, wh where would they find that information? Uh, you go to our website, doinggoodworks.com. Um, we're also on Instagram uh, and LinkedIn. And then I've got a, uh, a very good LinkedIn and Instagram and uh, Twitter as well. Um, so you can reach me on, on both of those platforms. Um, and then my email is jordanb at doinggoodworks.com. So feel free to reach out. And I love talking about this way in different ways that businesses can do good. So feel free to reach out. Well, I mean, Jordan, you know, we love what you're working on. We know how important it is. And it's so great that you've been able to join us today to talk about this. Um, this is Uncaged, a show that gives a, a voice to amazing individuals from around the globe who are shaping the world today and mapping a path to tomorrow. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jordan. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it.